Won't you be my bride? Another day, another day, another day. This is... <laughs> Today, we're talking about Goodbye to the Gallows by Amir. So grab your Bayside CD because it's time to get in the pit. <laughs> Welcome to Get in the Pit with Oster and Isai, a podcast about metalcore. I'm Oster. I'm Isai. I didn't, I said it weird and I didn't like it. It's okay. We can do whatever we want. I like uh, alphabetical. I hope, I hope you have your windbreaker ready. Fucking put it on. Put that hood up too. Oh, my, gonna... NF, my NFG crew windbreaker that I had, my newfound glory crew yeah. that I wasn't allowed to wear to the venue because it said crew on it. Because Idaho is a dangerous place with crews. Yeah, I was going to say get a windbreaker and a flat bill cap and start being real shitty to women. It's yeah. in your time, baby. Yeah. You know, I remember this band being much worse when it comes to the the the, the hatred of women. Oh, you get um, to that later. Yeah, this is just dipping your toes in the water. Yeah, this is the, like this is how they start you off. Yeah, this isn't I want to watch you suck his dick right now. That's that is true. This isn't him wanting to be a cuck. No, this is him being like real sad Kyle energy. Just like yeah, uh my friend Maria has a has a neighbor uh who always just blasts some of the worst music. And I feel like this is a very important <laughs> record to him. <laughs> like this is the um, one. Yeah. Um yeah, let's just let's just talk about Amir for a little bit. I mean, what's your before, history with Amir? Um, well, they almost beat the shit out of me once. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. I was really into this record. Um, I used to. I had a green Amir shirt. Oh wow! Remember. You actually had merch. Yeah, I remember oh. my friend Dave put it on, and I said. We're we're both big big fellas, and I said, "Oh, green is not your color," and it deflated him for years. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just like this record. Um, I don't know why. Um, because listening to it now, like two thousand seven. Yeah, like I think people were just like. Wanting just dumb heavy music, but I guess I mean I guess that was my thing. I loved American Me. I loved For the Fallen Dreams. Life Ruiner. I, oh, oh, I loved Life Ruiner. Oh, what if I Kay ever got their Life Ruiner shirt? <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess I did just love shitty heavy music for a minute. I think a lot of people kind of were getting into that stuff for a minute too. Yeah, it became like, a big thing. Is this like pre deathcore? Or is this just deathcore? When people say deathcore, I don't really know what they're talking about. There's so many different variations of it. Okay. Um, like, but no, this is like kind of like what's like, I feel like kind of started getting people down that path was this, just this era, not necessarily a mirror. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but just this like, era. Well, I, I've, I didn't mention the biggest uh, brother to this band. Uh, I loved the first Acacia Strain record. 3750. I like the first three. Um, I listened to the second one, the one with Woe Shut It Down. I listened yeah. to that one a little bit, but it was just like... So I guess I liked that kind of music for a minute. Yeah, and um, I think especially like in Boise, because like, for whatever reason, people got really techy in metal for a minute. Well, yeah. And I think just like... People just in response to a lot of that just were like, let's just go to the dumbest downtuned bullshit. Yeah. When the, so, the deep in Denver were playing every show. Yeah, deep Denver, like you had like the Thomas bands, like Yeah, but those were more convergy. Yeah, but it's like but they're very technical. There wasn't yeah, like super moshy stuff. And yeah. so then you're just like, I just want to hear like twelve breakdowns in five minutes. You know what I was thinking about the other day? How, How much you miss fighting bears by hand? <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that was my favorite, honestly. That was cool. Um, no, the the whole um the as blood runs black thing. That band is so basic. Like it's just paint by numbers metalcore, you know? Yeah. But really everyone is. I knew loved them. And it was very strange. I I liked that one record. Yeah, yeah. I think, I'm just speaking about that one record. I mean, I think it's mostly just like those couple songs. Yeah. Like not, not even the, like the record, just like the fuck in dying days. Yeah. Just like bring the motherfucking ruckus. Yeah. And that was that was good. Um, but yeah, the whole record, it bleeds together from what I remember. I only listened yeah. to it a couple times. Well, we'll yeah. probably listen to that someday. Yeah. Um, oh, but Sunday. Anyway. We'll listen to it on a Sunday together. On a Sunday. Can we listen to Jimmy a World? Um, <laughs> so one time, this is a big history I have with Amir. That's Amir adjacent. Um, um, the I guess it was summer of 08. Mm-hmm. Um, the tour was, um, I don't Mosh think. Tour. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia right now. Maybe I'll go. I'll go down a little bit, um, because they have just a list of their tours. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think I remember after the burial, Legia, Recon, On Broken Wings, Amir. I was a big Recon guy. Yeah, uh, was it like Welcome to Viper City? Yeah, and I couldn't tell you 13? like that song thirteen because I don't know what. But, Boom, bugga boom, bugga boom. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I had. I, you're talking to somebody who used to mosh for a living. I had a, the coolest recon shirt. It just had a broken van and said too many breakdowns. It's tight. Um, Remember they stole that snare from the venue and it was like the big drama? Yeah. Yeah. Was it a venue snare or was it like, wasn't it someone we knew? It was Matt Speck's snare. Oh, okay. And there was a Dustin that was in Tosa. Um, oh. like made it for him oh um, yeah so like the the venue was obviously our venue and yeah. matt speck was the front of house guy so he, yeah. he ran the sound and yeah. he had he also did recording so he had um like some fucking just drums just hanging out there and the drummer from recon stole the snare mm-hmm. that's just to explain to the people you may not know. <laughs> uh but i was i went to the show i remember i showed up late um, I was also there. I remember. I loved On Broken Wings so much. They were like one of my my day one metal metalcore bands, Baby's yeah. First Metalcore. Um, and I was still into Amir at this time, but I remember watching this set and being like, "Man, this band sucks." I like, remember being so mad at the On Broken Wings set because they played for like twenty minutes. Yeah, Not even, like it was re- like fifteen minutes. It was like yeah, a short set. But I do remember Frankie from Amir moshing to them. Oh. And crowd killing. And it was really funny to me. I remember when, um, yeah, during the Won't You Be My Bride part for Amir, I just turned around and walked to the back. I was like, I, n- this isn't for me anymore. <laughs> this isn't for me. I, I um, feel also like a lot of people did the same thing because I, it's like everybody kind of goes through like different little waves of things. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a kind of like an overcorrection of the other stuff that you maybe have liked that was shitty. It's yeah. like, like like for you, for instance, it's like you liked weird little like beep boop like shit. Like you yeah. like to like like dumb stuff and like yeah, or you're strong. Karate high school, forever the sickest kids. Yeah. And so then you're like, now I like fucking Amir. And then from there you're like hardcore. That's it, you know? And then That's from there pretty. you're like and then you're like, oh, I love fucking punknews.org fucking shit. I love the Gaslight Anthem. Then, yeah. Then you're like, like, I love. I loved Hatebreed and the Gaslight Anthem at the same time. Yeah. I, again, that's overcorrecting yourself, but you still liked both of them. And then I then I strictly listened to singers, female singer songwriters for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, like, you know who I love? I love Twitching Tongues. Yeah. And that's where I'm at now. <laughs> so, Honestly, uh, no, I get it. Band. 
I understand um, it because a lot of people did the same thing. Because right after this era, like that 2007, 2008, when like the seemed like every other fucking week was like a big like deathcore metalcore show at the venue. It's like oh, then you started getting like hardcore shows or at the venue with like Ruiner or whoever, you know. I don't know yeah. why that was the band. I thought yeah. that it was. Is that what is 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 uh? Uh, for lack of a better term, traditional hardcore what killed the venue? Probably. <laughs> like, and killed the venue. Because there were only like a couple of those shows there, and then the venue was gone. <laughs> it's like I went to that Ruiner show and there were five kids there. <laughs> yeah, Devin killed the venue. That's <laughs> just, I want to actually, that is the narrative I'm going to start taking now. Devin killed the venue. Dev did it. Uh, Devin from Rejection Pack killed the venue. <laughs> write it down they opened uh i remember when composure opened for a day to remember that was sick oh, yeah, um, I, was, I got in free because the other band that opened post the emergency guest listed me hell yeah and then anyway, they played their dogs cover back to this back to this show the mosh lives tour so after the show i was i showed up late um i was with tay ray um and Tay Ray and I used to listen to that Lygia song and make fun of it. Um, Which one? The scene, the scene girl, Dick Fiend girl. Oh, Hood Rat. Hood Rat. Um, I, they, they gave me a sticker. This may come to a surprise to some of you. I used to run my mouth and be a little shithead. Um, I took the sticker in my hand, dropped it on the ground, and stepped on it and said, your band sounds like saliva. And <laughs> then... I thought you said Static X. Well, it is Static X, but I'm, I said saliva. To be a little bit more of a shit? No, 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 no. I said Static X, but I meant saliva. Yeah, okay. that's what it was. That's what it was. I said Static X. Anyway, the, he got mad. He was like... What have you done with your life? I was like, I'm not trying to make music, buddy. I'm not trying. You were trying, and it's bad. I don't like it. Um, and then Taylor goes and apologizes on my behalf. When who was the biggest shit talker of that band? Taylor. Um, I just had the courage to uh, say it in public. Um, then their face yeah it was shitty it was i don't know what i was doing so every a bunch of the bands from the tour walked by me put stickers legia stickers all over me and then i there were rumblings that they were going to beat me up and like amir is a bunch of tough guys recon's a bunch of tough guys on broken wings is from boston there's like straight up stories that are scary involving that band so I just bailed, ran to my car, went to Los Betos, and I came out unscathed, but yeah. I, that is your history with Amir? Yeah, I, I almost got beat up by Amir. And honestly, now, deservedly so. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, at all, that was, I think that was it. I think that was the last time I talked shit. Unless, was Versailles, when was Versailles banned? That was later. Okay, so it wasn't the last time I talked shit. <laughs> also, I mean, we both, like, during that Wonder Years, just started chanting, I'm not sad. Yeah, and then I they still, came out They came out and played it. Yeah, I feel like that's also, like, a little, like, shit-talky. But your, your Wonder Versailles, like, was that was some good stuff. Yeah, I would just stand and flip them off. It was funny. And then me and Ryan Stern would say one more song after they played their first song. <laughs> Which is still my favorite bit. I would never do it now, but it's still my favorite bit. It's a good bit. It really is. But yeah, what's a. Uh, do you have a history with this band? Oh, I also saw them on the Thrash and Burn tour in Seattle, Washington. Why were which, you. Why'd you travel to that show? Uh, Mystery Signals. Oh, oh okay. the girl I was sort of seeing at the time was also in communication with. The singer of Misery Signals. Hey, Carl. Yeah. And so I was, I was in a, I was in a like, yeah, dog, do it, whatever. Um, it was the face of my life. 
Uh, but yeah, that was a Veil of Maya, Amir, as well turns back, Suicide Science. <clears throat> it was like a big package that was different every night, but um, I remember watching Darkest Hour and Misery Signals, probably Winds of Plague, um, and definitely stick to your guns. But um, bet you fucking did. It was it was tight. Um, and I wore my four year strong, um, not the varsity hoodie, but the uh, the one that says strong. Yeah, oh, he would. I think I had four four year strong hoodies. Dude, I wish you still had them. I got ri- I've gotten rid of so I have nothing now. What's your signs of hope shirts? Yeah, I never I never sold them, but I, I got rid of them. Well, I had, had a whole them. I had a whole blog post. I had three, which is <laughs> excessive, but I liked the design. Okay, one was a Ninja Turtles design. Okay, that's uh, how you fine. get me at that time. Uh, whatever, I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah my history is i i just like saw them play and i like this record um because i was like hey it's just really heavy and it's apparently all i wanted to listen to at that time mm-hmm. just dumb heavy music while i'm beer pong you know yeah yeah well and what you and i used to listen to sunday bacon a lot yeah but like that's when it became like that's when it was a joke yeah yeah like, I, cause like, even like next record, the respect issue, by that time, I was already like, well, this stuff's kind of cringy, but like, I did listen to a couple of the songs, but like, I, and I did mosh to it. Is that the one Kurt Angle? Yeah. And so it's, but it's just one of those things. It's like, you're like, oh man, this shit's corny. It's like, it is still heavy, but it's corny. Then after that, it just fucking went down a path. Yeah. I think at that point, I was, out of metalcore, I still listen to pop punk with breakdowns, but not a day to remember. Um, is that where you drew the line? Yeah, I it was it, the line was for your strong and hit the lights. That was the line. Um, but yeah, I think I think this is when I made my turn into like just like metalcore was done for me. Yeah, that's fair, and I could Except, see why, especially with this. Yeah, yeah. I remember Winds of Plague was the last band I loved that was metalcore. They're the last band I got into. Yeah, because I was like, I think, like, is like everybody kind of stayed with like Misery Signals and stuff like that. Yeah, good but, music. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you, you weren't getting into a different breed of killer or some shit, you know? No. Yeah. I never listened to a Molotov Solution song. They love Mashuga. Even though I saw them a bunch of times. I I actually like that band because it wasn't it wasn't dumb. I used to call Mazel Tov Solution. I remember that. That's they like played Murphy's on, favorite band. They played on a Hanukkah one. They played on the first day of Hanukkah one. Yeah, Is that anti-Semitic? Heavy. Maybe, but They're the new Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yep, free Kyrie. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> don't free Kyrie. <laughs> I do not say that seriously. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't got a big history. Watched yeah. them. I thought they were heavy, and then I'm like, I think they're corny, and they continued being corny. Uh, I do yeah. remember getting like Tyler. Does he just used to like run around screaming like, "Won't you be my bride?" Well, I guess we should talk about ever, ever. Yeah, the singer. The didn't YouTube. do this song. Oh, was that a different guy? Ever? You're thinking of X Ken X. Yeah, X Ken X. So vocal covers back in the day weren't like these super heavy produced things where like on YouTube where people would put like, you know, time into us like their home studios. And that's why they've gone away. Yeah. People like try to make them like do good. Yeah. And they're just running up that hill cover. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck that. I, oh, that, there's that video where it had like 20 different people doing it, and I was so mad. Yeah. Um, that song is great. That song's great, but holy shit. Yeah, Ugh. people need to fuck off. Not every fucking like popular song needs a metalcore cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, Our Last Night, You Don't Need to Cover This Is America. Our Last Night, You Don't Need to Cover the Rugrats theme or whatever. <laughs> Dude, if that's real, I need to find it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
think they covered some Nickelodeon theme song. I don't know why I went Rugrats, but um, but it's uh, fuck, I don't even know where I was going with. What was I going? What was I going? Oh, thank you. Um, we used to watch like old like old cover videos because they were funny because it was just like somebody screaming into like a hairbrush or just yep. like standing there just screaming and it was always really funny so we found this kid his name was x ken x was his youtube name mm-hmm. and he fucking did some amir covers and he, he was just like moshing around his room screaming into a pen um it was the best i watched yeah. that video so many times yeah at the this is this uh, is when he just jumps uh, yeah it's insane it just um, it was it was just really funny shit now people take like that stuff so seriously and like have yeah. become like youtubers because of it and like they have like nobody really cares about like their actual music it's like no. they want to go watch their fucking Running up the fucking hill cover. Dude, have you, have I told you about that pop punk band that just covers songs? No. They're like, I don't even remember what they're called, but they like have a bunch of fucking Disney songs. And then they cover so much shit in like the style of Four Years Strong. And it is atrocious. And that's all they do. They have zero original music. And And um, I'm. I this want dude, X Ken X has 31,000 views on that fucking video, by the way. Yeah, because of us. All of them, it's because of us. <laughs> I've watched that video so much. Yeah, same here. Um, before we get into uh, this actual actual thing, I found some some funny, funny little bits. So okay. uh, lyrical themes. This is from the Amir Wikipedia. Lyrical topics that Amir touches on usually focus on breakups, social indifference, philosophy, and religion. Many of the band's songs contain references to video games and comic particularly from Street Fighter and Marvel Comics, of which Frankie Palmieri is an avid fan. However, in a 2013 interview with Get Your Rock Out, Palmieri explained that he would not be writing songs based on metaphors involving... Marvel Comics any characters anymore as he felt that those avenues are not the correct catharsis for the band anymore. <laughs> On <laughs> Why does that need to be said? I On February, February 15th, 2020, Frankie Palm- Palmieri, I think his name's spelt different ev- like every single time in this <laughs> uh, <laughs> in this paragraph tweeted about his past lyrics saying that he rejected the person he was, but he didn't regret anything he said. Oh, fuck. I bet he he should. Oh, and here's his here's the influences. He's he stated that he is influenced by Fred Durst yep. and Jonathan Davis. Um, The band are also influenced by Chimera, Fear Factory, Enderia and Hatebreed. I yeah. I kind of see it. <laughs> and that he he has much admiration for Faith Middlemore singer Mike Patton and has cited his advice as a guide for his own vocal approach. Yes. <laughs> that's that's enough. That's enough of this. Um should we get into the record? Yeah, let's get into the record. Um also bef- right before we do, everybody go check out because he's fine, like he's not dead. But he there's a video of him in Russia. Where the fucking stage power wasn't grounded. And so he's about to sing and he gets fucking electrocuted and passes out. It's fucking funny. <laughs> Drink a big jar of water. Yeah. Got my mason water jar. jar. My water jar. I love my big jar. Big jar. Um, yeah. Let's get into the fucking record. Yeah. So uh, this is goodbye to the Gallows, uh, their debut full length album. Um, released through Victory Records on March 6th, 2007. Produced by Chris Zeus Harris, who did every Hatebreed record Perseverance on. Yeah. I mean, he did a ton of shit. Like, a lot of, like, the Hatebreed, Shadows Falls, Sworn Enemy, All That Remains, fucking 100 Demons, 
Throwdown, Mad Ball, Red Cord. He just kind of just ice pick. Oh, fuck. He did the Art of Partnering by Municipal Waste. I fucking used to love oh. that. Yeah, just a bunch of just fucking heavy shit. So good for him. Yeah. This uh, record sounds like shit. <laughs> Here's a couple interesting things. The two guitarists uh, play seven strings and drop a sharp tuning. Fuckers. Yeah, I play is... drop a. That's lower. <laughs> but they no, they I think they even play lower than that now. I think they probably can drop G sharp or some shit now. Ugh. I hate it. They're fucking, I hate it. This record sounds like butt. Um also the cover art. Um it doesn't scream heavy to me. It's, it it like, looks like some of those like old face down records ones. Yeah, that's better because I said it looks like a May record. <laughs> Fucking May. <laughs> Not talking about May on this podcast. I refuse yeah. to do it. Um let's just let's just jump in. Um a ticket a ticket for the paralyzer. Oh, it's only twenty nine minutes, which is a plus for me. Yeah, I will say that is a plus. Especially when you go past like song five, because then everything starts running together. Yep. So hard. Uh, take it with paralyzed or take it for the paralyzer. It's a 50 second breakdown. Yeah. To show how tough they are. Um, the lyrics on dark lyrics just says, Oh, oh. <laughs> hell yeah. A lot of lyrics there. A lot of shit. Just, you know, they're just the fucking shits, the drizzling fucking shits. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is heavy. Yeah. And, like, I guess I'll get to it when we get to the songs. Um, ten, ten Signs, You Should Leave. So this is the one, I think, that got me into them. Yeah. It's it's because I said this to you while we were texting. The only thing interesting about this band is how he chooses to do his vocals. It's the only thing that breaks things up, except for like the more melodic songs that come a little later. But the, you mean like the back half of this record that there's like, we want to be misery signals so bad, but we're not <laughs> good. So we also yep. are just going to be the Acacia strain. Yep. And it's one Acacia strain song. Um, <laughs> the, but like the the yell talking, um, emotional yelling, I call it. It's at the time I thought it was dope. Yeah. Now it's I hate it. I hate the way it sounds. It's like it's like he's crying. And I think that's the the what he was going for. Yeah, it's just too much. Like I like I like like poison the well talking. I like, like misery signals like yeah misery signals there's an intensity but it doesn't sound like he's lost his mother and i think it's also just because when you uh like look at the lyrical content like there's like real emotion like let's say like misery signals doing that like on the like on the year summer ended in june yeah apparently to won't you be my bride exactly yeah no and it's i get just... it i don't hate the yelling though yeah, I and I get not hating it. Honestly, I think, I think it's because it does break things up. Yeah, because I don't like his. Like, I hate when he does the fucking high, fucking yeah, stupid vocals. I hate and that then the low one. Yeah, I don't like I, any. I don't, I don't, I don't like, like his screaming. Any, actually, yeah. I don't like any vocal he does. I don't like his screaming. I like his talking and his <laughs> yelling more than anything. I like the one time he sings on this record and it kind of sounds like the Deftones. I think I like that's, that. I, I think I don't think that's him. Oh, is that Carl? I think so. That makes so much more sense. Okay. Anyway, uh this let's stick to this song. Um this I'll has, say has like the for, line. Yeah, I will say for a like a super broy Kyle ass band. Sorry if your name's Kyle and you're cool. That's yeah. Just, you know the fucking meme, dude. Like, yeah, fucking fuck off. Um, it's like I will say there's a vulnerability that he has mm -hmm. in there, which is yeah. like kind of respectable in this. Which definitely anything respectable lyrically for him goes away by like their next records. 
and, and maybe and the this next record song. Yeah. Um, but I'll say like he has like a sad Kyle energy to him. And hell, yeah. even in this song, if every day is a, a constant reminder, you're a whore, liar, ghost, harlot. Mm-hmm. And the, <laughs> but I will say at least the vulnerability is. Uh, so I I welcome that, and I wish he would have played into that more, and then instead of just punching holes in his walls lyrically. Yeah, um, this has. It's sad to say, that I still cry to the Bayside CD every day. <laughs> and, don't you know that those songs I will say his um his vocal patterns I think he does a good job of that. I I will agree with that. Yes. I'm trying to find anything just like <laughs> redeeming. Um because I listened to this was, um I was a little late to start this because I wanted to go get Krispy Kreme donuts. And I'm like, I'm gonna give this another spin as I'm doing that. And um I'm like, fuck, like I don't hate this record as much as I thought I would, but I don't like it. Um, I but just, I, I understand it. What I found interesting is I had zero nostalgia for it. And maybe yeah. because I un- I understood it was bad, like, right after I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird, though. Like, we talked about from first to last last week. I had a lot of nostalgia for that. I think if, like, we talked about something, like, if we talk about, like, um, one for the Fallen Dreams record. I'd probably yeah. have more nostalgia to that than I do for this because at least like their ripoff of Misery Signals was better. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just sad that someone uh, that's they're they're breaking up, but he's yeah. not really that sad. Also, the over he still does cry. This isn't over till I say it's over. Is very, uh, like. Like I choose, you're mine, kind of, kind of energy. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, but then I mean, he's glad. He's glad he broke up with her. I guess. Yeah. That's so. Then the next song is probably one of their more famous ones of the time. Yeah, because the fucking ending of this, but um, it is like it starts off so fucking new metal with that riff, like. It's the most new metal ass shit. Which is wild that that people liked it. Yeah. It's weird because like I was never a new metal guy. I love Slipknot, but I will argue till the death that Slipknot's just a metalcore band. Um that found a gimmick. Um There's they they were very new as well. Yeah, they were. I mean they had a fucking DJ, but Good, the guitars and stuff. Fucking you take them. You take the DJ away. You take the mass off. They're not playing arenas. They're playing the venue. Yeah, you, yeah. Maybe you, the you, knitting factory. They're playing the knit, and they're like touring with all that remains. Yeah, but they're not. They're not Slipknot, and it's, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting pho- phenomenon to me. Um, they just you. found a gimmick, and I think it's it tight. But, um, yeah, I. I like the new metal elements of this. I think I like yeah. hints of new metal in my stuff. That's fair. But I I don't, I'm not a new metal guy. I like I like new metal. I mean, I liked new metal. Like that's how I got into heavier music is because yeah, I liked new metal, and then I also liked drive through records, and then I'm like, oh fuck yeah, there's stuff that sounds like mixing them together. <laughs> yeah, I like it was uh, Finch. POD. It was the band Finch. <laughs> It's pop punk and new metal mixed together. Damn. And you're like, let's Damn. go. It's everything I wanted. And Glassjaw. <laughs> oh, Glassjaw there too. All right, Glassjaw lovers. I love Glassjaw, but don't lie to yourself. Um, <laughs> this um, song is fucking stupid, though. <laughs> yeah, like, I, well, my note says it's just Barrier Dead, but heavier. And Not as bouncy. Which was, oh, that was the last song. Um, but here's the deal. Like, it's too much for me. What I love about Barrier Dead is it's it's not like I don't like overly heavy music, you know? I don't like I don't like Car Bomb? Yeah, I don't like I mean, I might when we listen to Car Bomb, I might be like, all right, this is sick, but I don't like I like my heaviness to come so one of the heaviest There was an era of fun that was with Barrier Dead. 
Yeah. Like, we're like, hey, we're a mosh band and we know it. This is for the pit. This is for this. And, like, the riffs, like, sound fun. Like, their live shows were fun. This just has, like, it almost takes itself way too seriously. Yeah, when people tune down more, I just don't like the way that sounds. That's fair. Like, I think, I remember, I haven't listened to Controller by Misery Signals in years. I remember that record being, like, tuned down a little and really heavy. It wasn't tuned down because it was still in drop C, but their production on that one was a lot more tight and metal. But I liked that. Yeah. Uh, But, like, what I think is heavy, what I think is really heavy, the parts that, like, stick out to me, it's not, like, traditionally heavy. It's the Rejection Pact Have Heart Breakdown. I think that's Mm -hmm. really heavy. It's, like, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think the guitars make something heavy. I think it can, but I think that just down tuning and playing slow like you lose like you also lose heaviness when it's that's all it is is you're just doing that true and this is so like i didn't keep track but this is like most of these are just breakdowns and that's why Um, like i don't know like when like writing music like i that's something i try to be very conscious of especially like because we play metalcore mm -hmm. and i'm writing that is heavier and has more breakdowns and stuff but it's something i try to be conscious like because if everything's a breakdown then we're really not actually breaking down anything because it's supposed to be like a release in a song like brought up misery signals controller the song like labyrinthine like they kind of tease that breakdown then at the end they when they finally hit it it's supposed to be like a big like catharsis and release on the song and it does and it does it so well that's like the point of it is to do that and yeah it's like tamash and like if you're like Kind of like a band, like a Barrier Dead, and you're like, hey, we just play fucking Mosh Riffs, let's go. And they have a song that is called Mosh and Roll, and yeah. they chant their own name. They are understanding, hey, we're just a fucking fun band, having some good fucking riffs, and breaking it down. We love Slipknot, and we love Chugging. Yep. And this is like, I fucking hate my ex-girlfriend, and I hate Drywall. I'm yep. so sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, wow. This has some of the worst lyrics. <laughs> um, only time will tell you how long you'll keep your legs closed. I give that bitch another week again before <laughs> she's on her knees again with one of my friends. It's like, <laughs> man, maybe you shouldn't, you shouldn't, um, be in a maybe relationship. A, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship. Also, like, maybe you should be mad at your boys if, like, that's yeah. the thing. Your boy's accepting the blowski, and it sounds like uh, it sounds like this guy's the problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe you look in the mirror. And you're the fucking like, reason. And yeah, this is just pure incel music. Yeah, Dad <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, like, let's see. Um, that, the one I mean, you be my bride. Obviously, that's the iconic part. It goes that on fucking so video long. of like people like at a wedding like that when they're doing that that was dumb yeah that's stupid especially because the song's not a love song no (sighs) okay this is where they fucking get into their hey we can be melodic and misery signals and or the one the casey estrange song was that smokey later yeah yeah the the song's sick from what i remember same Um, i haven't listened to it in forever but yeah uh, this is where they try that out. Like the beginning sounds exactly like it. Yeah. Like that he's talking over it and it's like, but it, all I heard was the searchlights have stopped. And sometimes the, the helicopters, but it's, it's different words, but it sounds they, like they learned the one misery signals chord. That is like, it's like a, across the strings. It's like a fucking nine, 10, eight. Like, um, for anybody that has ever fucking tried to play a Misery Signal song, you know the core I'm talking about. They learned that one. Like, oh, here it is. We found it. And then they're like, let's go. They tried it once. <laughs> this is it. We're so good. Um, Yeah, what a fucking... Like, I get what they were trying to do. But then it's like they don't understand how to do it. Yeah, Um. yeah. And it just, if it didn't sound like a band directly in their genre that they're like um peers with it would feel a little different but but it is smoking later it sounds exactly like it like 
the structure and everything. Um, the end breakdown is heavy, but it's not my kind of heavy, which we talked about. A little I will bit. say the um, the the like the like the lead up to the, like that last breakdown, like vocally, I, I I like his patterns there, and th- this is the this is what I was thinking of. I say I don't mind the yell. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if there's one we're we can share. You know, what shall we name him? And then he hits this fucking stupid. I hate that fucking yeah. vocal yeah. style. Like that. Like yeah. I like the pattern and I like the lead up. But yeah, same thing. It's just like you ruin all this cool melodic stuff you're trying to do with just like even like the the fucking like the riff like that. They fucking read like metalcore melodic metalcore. Or for dummies, got to page one. They're like, "All right, we're good." <laughs> they just and, watched one kill switch video, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, like the dan 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 Cool. Fuck yeah. Um, I feel like yes, the song's about a breakup, like all of them, but I think this one's about regretting an abortion. That's what I'm thinking too. This. I I don't want this guy to have children. He shouldn't regret that abortion. This one is um either that or like either an abortion or like a miscarriage or something. Yeah, a miscarriage like, is a I want, different. I but want you to know a... how it feels to be in love with the ghost that bears your name. Yeah. That's where it makes it like maybe like he was wanting like it just kind of happened. Know that my love was not in vain. Like this is again where he gets a little vulnerable. And mm-hmm. I don't mind that. Like it's it's I welcome that more because this one doesn't feel as shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this is like some real ass shit. Um, he does it with the fucking um poeticness of a like a fucking seventh grader. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I understand. Like I get it. Like it's a little bit um. I, I like that more. The song, like, especially because, like, when they hit that last breakdown, like, it just kills the whole vibe of the song. Just because it's like they're doing something kind of melodic and cool. Even the other breakdowns in the song, so many. It's like, they have, like, the, they do it with notes instead of just opens. And then mm-hmm. at the end, they hit the fucking dun, 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 like a Casey Strain breakdown. Is that it's when like you, you put fucking... it on the one? Yep. And it doesn't need that. Like, yeah. If you want, if you want to do a breakdown, then that's fine. But it doesn't need that brown note one. So whatever. Yeah, you got a henna tattoo that said "forever." Also, long song titles, and a lot of them are lyrics to like Chappelle Show, I guess. References to Chappelle Show. Yeah, when keeping it real goes wrong, and the key to keeping the show fresh is I'm dead. And then, yeah, some are like based on other things. I think it, it might say it in the wiki. I read it somewhere. Um, I this song kind of follows the same, almost like shit too. It's like, see, we got melody, and then they're like, also breakdowns. Yeah, um, and this one has the like little bit of singing. That, and then uh, that's uh seven. That's Sleeping Princess and Devil's but Castle. Isn't this? Yeah, I guess it's not really singing, but it's like and dial. Oh yeah, they did do that like, part too. I like that part a lot, and I wish there was a little more of that. Then maybe I wouldn't be talking so much shit on this record. Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, then he ruins it. Yeah, and then he fucking. But girls like you are just a dime a dozen. Like yeah, like, like this is like him trying to be poetic, but like movie quotes and lyrics are still connecting us like constellations. Yeah, like he is that, so sad. Yeah, and it's like this Put is like nor- something warm. This is like normie metalcore. Yeah, it's really it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I like I like the office. Do you like the office? Fuck yeah, Monster I mean, Energy it's, Core. It's a good show, but anyway, he used um, to be an office guy. I know. I love. It's a good show. I just I don't need feel the need to. Make it my personality. You don't need to buy the shirts at JC Penny right now. No, I make I made wrestling and twitching tongues my personality. All right, that's fair. I get that. 
everyone just, looks at so, me is like so just God's hate. <laughs> yeah, except I do own God's hate merch. I don't love God's hate. Um <laughs> You're not like the vocals. I just I don't. And like man I was just it's funny because we're um that just came up the other day with Murphy. Honestly, like musically, because like I'm I'm like a Colin Young head. I watch every video he puts out. <laughs> um because I think he's really funny. He's really charming. Um and I love in that under oath one you sent me. He's like, oh, I just gotta pop the boys. Like, he's yeah. just, like, doing, like wrestling references that just go over their heads. Yeah, he's a big wrestling guy. Like, I, I watch have, his wrestling show. I'm here. I've watched some of that. And, but, so, like, I, I appreciate God's Hate because, like, that record was, like, his musical, like, magnum opus. It's, like, the thing that he's done the most. And musically, it is cool when you, like, really listen to it. But I, you can tell the vocals were recorded one line at a time. Yeah. At least Brody's vocals, and I just wish there was a, it was had a little more flair. That's all. And I miss twitching tongues a lot. All right, I wish I had more of that. Anyway, um, I did buy their hate breed rip. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, Travis. Were we done with this song? Yeah. Travis Bickle, which is an interlude of someone breathing and walking for two minutes. Uh, yeah, who fucking cares? Um, it is the name of the dude from Taxi Driver. I guess that's interesting. Um, <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> um, Sleeping Princess in Devil's Castle, which apparently is a Japanese movie reference um, or something. So the, this is where they kind of try to do like some more melodic shit again. Yeah, this is uh, the... And, it feels like Poison the Well, the intro to me does. That's fair. Um, they just don't, they just like don't do it well. And yeah. Like they, no. and they kill it with all the fucking heaviness, like just like the ignorant heaviness. Like and I love ignorant heavy music. Like I love mm-hmm. throwdown. Yeah. Um, but it just I don't know, it just it just gets to you, and especially like like the singing part on this song is cool. Um it's not him that does it. And that makes like that, that makes so much sense now. Yeah, like I think it changes like things. Like if they did stuff like that, it would break up the record so much more. Yeah. It wouldn't sound like the same just breakdowns over and over again. It's like especially as you go like to the next three songs, like I can't fucking separate them in my head. The only yeah. reason I can separate the last one because it has like that random metal intro, and then they just <laughs> don't do any more things like that again. Yeah. So. Like, I'm trying to remember the song. Where's the singing? Where lyrically, where is it? Uh fuck. I don't even remember the lyric part. I just like I know like the melody in my head. Okay. That's fine. And so apparently this has two guest vocalists. Is one of them the last one? Maybe. Because like the last line are fully and unintelligible. Like ah. like I can listen to this kind of music and figure it all out. But the end is fully unintelligible. You have to read it. And it's like, it's, it just made me mad for some reason. I don't know why. His fucking vocals just like kill this song too. Yeah. Like when he's doing those like high pitched things when they're still trying to be melodic and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Oh yeah, my, I'm I, trying to find the singing part so I can try to find it lyrically. Yeah. It's just, just like, what am I lyric? Uh, uh, notes just says this is a bit just a bad poison the well song that's funny <laughs> but yeah this song... i think everybody's had like like the melody that they have like in the singing part like the guitar melody i think every metalcore band ever's like tried to write like that same or it's like the do so i want to say like you know 12 years ago like i probably wrote a riff like that too. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, no. It, uh, it's like at least on this they tried something, and it, they're not good at it. But at least it's something a little different. Yeah, and that's the biggest downfall, which is probably also the reason why they got so big. Is and their next records just had that is that people just wanted the mosh. And yeah. So that's the only thing that they were competent at, and so then they just started giving it to you later. Yeah, they like, wanted okay. the mosh and the edginess. Yeah, they really the did. Edge Lord shit. And yeah. 
What's funny is because when you told me this is better than you thought, I was like, oh, no, he likes this record. No, it's just (laughs) better than I was thinking, though. You thought it was worse than than it is. Yeah. Which is your expectations were under the floor. Yes. (laughs) And I Um, I found some like redeeming qualities in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is like you made a better trophy in my dreams. I guess it's about dating someone hot who sucks. I don't know. Yeah, women shouldn't be trophies. Um, I don't women know. are people. It's just this is so weird. Um, so then the next song, again, like, I don't, rem- I can't even fucking. Last three songs blend together for me by this point. Yeah, um, I I can separate them by my notes. Uh. There you go. That's probably smart. I should have wrote notes for this one because it's just like it's on every listen I gave to it. I'm like, I because I, I liked like I remember the first half of this record, and after Travis Bickle and then the singing song, that's yeah. where I'm like, oh, this fucking song, this record's going forever. Yeah, I thought it was almost done, and I yeah. wasn't. There's still three songs. No, uh, the key to keeping the show fresh is I'm dead. Um, basically, my notes just say this shit is boring. Yes. Um, uh, I think it's a song about a friendship ending or like they had beef, right? Didn't they have beef with the Acacia Strain? Yeah. I think this might be about that. Yeah, I mean, it's about like something like that. I just want to want to rub it in your fucking face and make you remember everything. Like, it's just so Kyle. Yeah, you were never a friend of me. Just a part in all of my movies. I can't help but laugh, and now we know that things will never change. It's all about business. It's all about business now. Yeah. Also, the line, so I asked for the great applause for this poor Capricorn. The fuck? <laughs> like, let him write lyrics. Dude, this is his band. Yeah, 100%. Like, like- They've had, I mean, we didn't talk about this, but they've had so many member changes, like a constant stream of member changes. And I feel like he's one of those guys that probably writes everything. And then just gets people. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it prevails. Yeah. Just like it prevails. (laughs) Um, Let's just go to the next song. Yeah. um, It's, It's not just a party. It's a funeral. Yeah. And so um, this is him, I guess, saying that he was going to kill himself. Yeah, suicide, baby. Yeah. Um, it's, so got again, a heavy, it's got a heavy rock riff. It does have a heavy rock riff. And um, gang chant. The only yeah. gang chance on the record. This one, again, I, 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 it has that vulnerability again. Right? Like yeah. He's a super depressed dude, it seems like, on this. Yeah. Um, and, like, it just... Uh, there's some realness to it, but I just think that, uh, like, it's just, again, it's like with the, like a seventh grader just fucking, it's just fucking stupid. It's just like, yeah. it's so just dumb. It's like, if you yeah. want, like, if you're feeling these feelings, like, it's it's great that you're getting them out. Mm-hmm. But like, having them, like, with the way you just say them, just so just uneloquently. It's mm-hmm. just so, um, I don't know. Yeah. And like, I hate unnecessary gang chant. If you have you one... like hit the lights, yeah, but that's sick. Um, if you have one song that has gang chants at the end, dumb. You need gang chants in at least half of your songs if you're gonna have gang chants. Okay, that's my that's what I decide. Um, like, like. Like a band like Comeback Kid, who's just like gang chants everywhere, or like fucking Casey Jones, <laughs> or, or bands that are bands are that are just that are just gang chants. I like that shit, but like if you only do it once, it just feels weird and out of place. And like you're trying trying to make it a big deal, but like you're just yelling "I am free," and I guess that means a lot to him that he's free. Well, I guess him being free means he's dead. So. Maybe this doesn't mean. Yeah. Well, and then, like, know. I think maybe also why this last part runs together is because the next song is like the, the exact same, same song. Literally. And literally, it says, when all is said and done, please just let me out. I will kill myself yep. if it means nothing else will keep me from sleeping tonight. Like, he literally just says it. Yeah. It's like, and, dude. Uh, 
and uh when everything goes wrong take the easy way out yeah and then um, like this is like it's like one of those like fake i'm gonna kill myself for attention things because like like you we're just gonna do like talk about these songs um together because they are the yeah. same but it's like because he's like saying to like whoever he's writing this too it's like you did enough to ruin me my broken soul can't take another day i beg for you to leave so it's like blaming somebody else and it's like you made me do this it's like such yeah. a fucking shaming thing yeah and like people who are truly suicidal it's not because of uh a breakup or anything it's just straight up like depression extreme depression it has nothing to do with someone doing it to you yeah at least at least from what i've learned over the years Um, yeah this fucking record is just fucking so much yeah um the the last song is just a breakdown um at one point there's they he almost uh does a brie uh still would have fucking changed things up (laughs) they slow it down like four times and then that's the record yep and it It, is just just the shits yeah it's it's not good and like I was like, oh, maybe it'll be funny. It's not. I can't even laugh at it. It just takes itself too seriously. Yeah. But it's better than I was remembering. <laughs> well, you really scared me when you said that. Yeah. Because, like, I, I get it. Like, I understand this record. Um, But it doesn't mean I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Amir, where are you? It is on here. Emmer. Emmer. Yeah, that's another thing. He's like, I'm going to do What Keeping It Real Goes Wrong by Emmer. That's a cool-ass southern boy. XKMX. Oh, yeah. Shout out. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's still doing vocal, but he's not. But I was hoping. <laughs> um, Let's rate this thing. Uh, Mosh-worthy. Scale of one to five. How mosh-worthy is it? I mean, th- it's just breakdowns. It's like just breakdowns in two steps. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 3.5 reason being is because it is, it's too much. It's not necessarily like as fun. They all just kind of start blending together. The dun, 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 like that shit. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 3.5 because it is mosh. Like it's so many mosh parts. You know, I was going to give it a one. I'll give it a two. It's just, it's not what I want. It's not like when I'm thinking about this category, it's like what I mosh to it. Yeah. Does it compel me to mosh? Which is hard to do, honestly. I've, I've moshed to it. So that's why I have to. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think I even did at the time. Like I'm not, I'm not a mosher, but things will compel me to mosh. Um, uh, so I'm going to, um, <laughs> repeatability. Can we, are we doing zeros? Yeah, we can do zero. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing zero too. I, I woke up this morning. I was like, God damn it. I don't want to talk about this record. It's fucking like, fair. I was just like, I usually like, I'll give things like I give that from first to last record, like five listens. I gave this three only. I could not do more. I was just like, it's boring. I get it. It's like, it's not that complicated. Nope. Like, there's a point, like, I had to dig to find stuff to talk about. And really, you controlled a lot of the conversation. So. Because I'm mad. Because I just listened to it today. Yeah. Uh, Does it hold up? No. That that I, I'm not even a score, just no. <laughs> I'll give it a zero again. Yep. It's not as bad as I was expecting, but there's there's the what is redeeming about it is not good enough, you know? That is the truth. Um aesthetic. They fucking fit the aesthetic well. Yeah. I'll give them that. I don't know if the, the album art 
really the their logo their like font portrays what you're getting yeah but that logo like i'm i'm or not that logo but that album where i'm looking at i'm like this could be a pop punk record this could be like you said a face down record but like it doesn't sound like this but like yeah like when you close your eyes and picture this guy you think of a a six foot at least tall man in an oversized t-shirt and a baseball cap Mm -hmm. flat brimmed and that's what you get buddy yeah so i'll give it a four i'm gonna go three um you know what i'll go four i'm not giving it a five because of the album art yeah like but it's like yeah Everything, Everything else is there. Fits. They use seven-string guitars. Yeah, there's Sapel show quotes. There's, yeah. there's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. The way yeah. he looks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you think this band has influenced any other bands? Yes. Okay. See, uh, this, I don't... I couldn't cite any except maybe Attila. But um, they might have been going on around at the same time. Yeah, Um. I think... Is um, it was not necessarily like musically their influence, but it's that that whole edge lord, edge lord, fucking breakdown, like shit. Because that like turned rappers, yeah, like kind of like they're trying to have like they literally. I think he said the n word before. Um, it was in his controversy thing. Yeah, there's a lot of bands that started just doing that shit. Yeah. and I feel like mixing the new metal up with it, especially later on. And you got bands like Sworn In and shit that kind of did the same thing. That these fuckers kind of started, or at least popularized it. They were they were huge. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I'm gonna well, give especially them, after this. I'm gonna give them a like a three on that. I'll do three two. I was prepared to go zero just because I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't think of anything. But yeah, what you said, what you said makes a lot of sense. So let's go. Uh, Moshworthy average of two point seven five. Repeatability okay. average of zero. Yeah. Um. Does it hold up? An average of zero. Aesthetic. An average no, of no, four. No. No. I. I. I want that to say no. It can't with the Excel formula I have in here. I know, but I wanted <laughs> to be known that it wasn't even a score. It was just no. Um, aesthetic four influence three, uh, which gives it a 9.75. Somehow this record got a higher rating than the, from, than the fiction we live. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> we literally had zeros on two of them <laughs> but we but the aesthetic was much higher that's fair um influence was was higher yeah um moshworthy was higher so everything was higher and we had zeros in the same places for oh, that funny. one <laughs> um so i think the fiction we live is going to be our our one to one to break if, if yeah, that's the one to be worse than that's the one that. to beat. And I, I think like there will be. I mean, we haven't talked about Escape the Fate yet. We haven't talked about a lot yet, so. Um. Yeah, but that's 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 the record. That's Goodbye to the Gallows by Amir. Don't listen yeah. to it. We did it for you. Yeah, and I think will we talk about the respect issue one day? Maybe. Probably. I listened We're... to that record. We're going to take a while. We're going to take a big old break. That record, I think, is better than this one. Okay. I think. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but I, I remember thinking that it was better. Yeah. I think it's also because okay. the production was a little bit more new. And, like, I hated the production on this record. Yeah. I don't, it just was a fucking noisy mess. Um, well, that's the show. Um, there it we is. appreciate you. We appreciate y'all listening. Uh, if you're listening, um, yeah. Um, well, we're talking about what was it? Black my heart next? Yeah, I was gonna transition into that. Oh, I had a whole whole thing. Um, 
I'm going to close it out first and then spit it at him, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. So um, follow us on the internet, uh, get in the pit pod on Instagram, get in the pit pod on Twitter. If Twitter still exists by the time these episodes come out. Um, Fucking knows. Shout out to Chris from Youth Energy for our artwork. Uh, shout out to Isai for our theme song. Um, I do that. And um, um, recording. Yeah. I haven't written it yet, but by the time you hear this, it'll be there. <laughs> and let me tell you, it riffs. Yeah. Um, no I have idea some, yet. I have some ideas. We can we can talk about off mic. Um, well, on mic because we're you know. We'll get producer talk. Craig out of here, and then yeah. Uh, next week we're uh, we're going before the devil. We're talking about Black My Heart, and wow, I'm stoked. You got we're talking about just dumb heavy music, fucking ready because at least like there's some redeeming qualities to this other shit. Yeah, you want to fucking go to jail for selling drugs when you're straight edge? Hell yeah, you do. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm not doing a mosh call to end this one. Fuck that. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs>